Welcome to my podcast, Midlife with Courage, where my goal is to inspire you, a woman who wants to step outside of her comfort zone and live an amazing life. I'm Kim Benoy. I'll share my experiences, stories, and interviews with other amazing women that are meant to help you take those first steps towards something fantastic. So let's not wait another minute to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Midlife with Courage. I'm Kim Benoy, your host, and I'm so happy to have you here. And I'm also very happy to have my guest here today. Her name is Bridget Belden. Welcome, Bridget, to the podcast. Thank you, Kim. I am so happy to be here. Yay, I'm excited to talk to you. Um, Bridget is a founder of Magenta Consulting, and we're going to talk about that. But what her job is, and I love this, she empowers women to discover who they are beyond being a mom. Yes. Yeah. Yay. So <laughs> why don't you start, just tell us where you are in the world and you know what you're doing, and then we'll kind of talk about your story. Okay, great. Um, I live in Southern California in Orange County in a place called Santa Ana, um, North Tustin area, for those of you familiar. I am a coach, um, as you said, for women who are discovering who they are beyond being a mom. And I primarily work with moms who are transitioning or have transitioned to an empty nest and are really trying to discover themselves. As you know, as a mom, we take on all kinds of roles. And sometimes as the role of mom, which is the most dominant one, starts to become less pronounced. We're left with kind of this feeling of who am I and where do I go from here? And so I work with moms to help discover who they are um, and beyond being a mom, as you mentioned, and really discover you know their passions, what they're interested in, who they are at the core of their being so that they can really, my passion is around empowering moms to create or women to create a, a life that they love. So all the things that um, they want to do with their life. And sometimes it's hard to figure out what those are, especially if you haven't thought about it for the past 20 years, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You haven't had time to think about it because you have yeah, everything exactly. else to take care of. And so when almost every guest that I've talked to who does things like this and helps other women has been through their own journey. So can mm -hmm. you tell us about yours? Absolutely. And my journey started when I was a young woman. Um, I was very focused on creating my vision of my perfect life. And um, as I'm sure many of your listeners can relate to, and I went to a good school and I got a good job and I met and married my husband and we had two beautiful kids, a boy and a girl. And um, we're living in Orange County and we really had it all down to the point where <laughs> I, this makes me laugh. Um, this is how specific I was in my vision and my journaling that I actually said, I know I will have made it when I have a Volvo station wagon. And I literally had a Volvo station wagon. And from the outside, you would have thought we were like any other young family. We were doing birthday parties and sleepovers and soccer on the weekends. And I was working full time driving up to LA. And as much as I loved my family, I had this hole inside. And I didn't know who I was. I didn't know why I was there. I didn't know what I was passionate about. I mean, yes, passionate about my family, but I just felt like something was missing. And it was um, it was a really painful journey because I felt really ashamed. My kids were really little and I kept thinking, okay, <laughs> this is the life I created. I should be fulfilled with everything in it. And 
I think as I was creating my vision, the one thing I left out was how I wanted to feel. And, and so that, that for all of those of you that do your vision boards, make sure you include <laughs> how you want to feel because everything else came, came to fruition. And it was, um, it was really hard because I was so ashamed. I didn't want to talk to anybody about it. I didn't know, you know, there wasn't social media. Um, this was 20 plus years ago. Um, I didn't have a therapist, you know, back then I didn't know anybody that did cause we didn't talk about it. Um, I thought there was something wrong with me. And so it impacted my ability to be a good mom. I wasn't present with my kids because I was always in my head thinking, oh my God, what, you know, what's wrong with me? I should be doing better. I should be happy with this, but I'm not. Um, my husband and I were fighting more because he couldn't figure out what was happening. Um, and I couldn't express it. I couldn't explain it. Now I know, but back then I had no idea what was going on. And he became really terrified <laughs> and um, he's 10 years older than I am. And all of a sudden he's watching me, you know, the stack of self-help books growing higher and higher on my nightstand. And um, it took me a really long time to be able to articulate what it was that was happening for me. Okay. And I remember, and I kept stuffing it down, right? It took, a, it was, this was over, I don't really even know how long it was, but it was over a series of years. And I kept stuffing it down because it was too scary to think about. And I'll never forget the night that it really hit me as I was driving home from work and I had a long commute from Los Angeles and I was staring at the taillights and traffic. And all of a sudden I had this thought and I thought if I died tomorrow, would I have regrets? And the answer came back, yes. And I knew at that point that I had to do something about it because the one thing I knew for sure is that I wanted to make this life count. And I didn't want to wake up one day, look at my husband and say, who are you and where have, we, where have I been for the past 20 years? I wanted to figure it out. And so that's what started me on my journey of discovering who I was. Okay, wow. Um, that is a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it seems like you were younger than like I was when I was like looking around going, well, now what do I do? Yes. So I think that's very interesting. Yeah. And I think, um, and, and that's why I look at this time in our lives as, you know, I'm an empty nester now um, and have been, my, my kids are 26 and 24. So I've been an empty nester for a while. And I really relate to the younger moms because that's where I was. That's my sweet spot. And I kept thinking, gosh, if I could just reach out to them and connect with them, if they're having those doubts and those feelings where I was, how many more years would they have of happiness? Right. Cause I yeah. feel so grateful that it happened when it did, because I felt like it, I literally look at that period of time as before and after, like there was this demarcation in my life and how I started to live my life. Mm -hmm. And it was, so pronounced. And I really wanted to reach out and work with those moms, but those moms are really hard to reach because they are so busy, as you know, <laughs> yeah. um, and they don't have the bandwidth time-wise. And oftentimes if they do have money to invest, it's not going to be in themselves, right? Which right. is the message in and of itself is that it should be, you know, they should be investing in themselves, but many don't. Mm -hmm. And so 
I then looked to my life as currently and looked at my friends and looked and thought, well, it really is the same kind of struggle that these moms are going through where they're now, now they have the time and they probably have the resources to be able to, you know, really look at themselves and say, okay, what do I want this next chapter of my life to look like? And so that's how I ended up working with the moms in the empty nest realm. But yeah. I would love to work with the younger moms. So if you have moms out there that are listening, please reach out because I'd love yes. to do that as well. Yes, reach out to Bridget. Yeah, I so many times, like I have daughters too. They're in their low 30s right now. They're twin girls actually. Um, and so all these things that I'm learning now, you know, mm-hmm. 20 some years older than they are, I, I want to tell them, but yes. it's it's so hard because they can't relate to it. Cause they're yeah. in that young part of life where they've got all these other things going on, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that you're trying to reach out to <laughs> younger people too. Well, I think that the, the painful part of being a parent is that you want to take all of your learning and your journey and just, I mean, I picture myself sometimes just opening up my head and taking and my heart, taking everything <laughs> and just dumping it into them. And I think that's the hardest thing is watching them go through, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they have to go through their own journey so that they learn, right? And exactly, you can't exactly. protect them from that or save them from that because that is what they're here to do. But it's exactly. hard. Yeah, yeah, it's super hard. <laughs> super yeah. hard. Um, so you mentioned about your husband and um, you don't have to go into details or anything, but um, how is that relationship? I'm assuming that's much better now that you've kind of figured out where you are. Yeah. So um, kind of what happened after I had that, that um, recollection is, or that understanding that bam um, hit me, that turning point was that I really started taking the time for myself. And um, that's when I, you know, I started getting more into the self-help books because that's all I knew to do, right? The internet mm-hmm. was not around. Well, it was, but it wasn't like it is today. It was just kind of starting up. And I started carving out time for myself every day. So it was, you know, 30 minutes in the morning before the kids got up. And I just sat there and asked myself, what do, you know, what do I like to do? What excites me? What gets me up in the morning so that I could, I mean, when I tell you I had when, when, if somebody asked me, and this actually uh, what prompted a lot of this or what kind of brought it to the fore was one of my, the senior managers, when I was working at, um, I was working at Levi Strauss, and we were at a work event and the president of our, our division sat down with a group of young colleagues and said, you know, okay, we're going to go around a circle and everybody's going to tell, say what they're passionate about. And as it was getting around to me, I was sweating because nothing came up. I mean, obviously I'm going to say my job, right? Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I said, you know, my kids, which I am passionate about, but that was all I could come up with. And so I really dug deep to understand what, what I was passionate about. And through, over time, a picture started to emerge. And I started understanding that, you know, what inspired me were um, watching kids. I came across this story as I was doing research about a young girl who had cancer and she started a business from her hospital bed, um, selling these bracelets to raise money for pediatric cancer research because she learned that there was nobody doing that Mm -hmm. or there wasn't a lot of money for it. And so, Um, I thought, wow, if that could inspire me, maybe there's an opportunity there. So I started, you know, researching more and eventually what ended up coming up, and this is over a period of time, and this is a journey and a process, is I ended up founding a nonprofit and it was called Ripple Kids. And the mission was to inspire and empower kids to um, make changes in their community 
um, and as a way creating that ripple effect so other people could, you know, learn from them, other kids could learn from them. And I did that for over 10 years. And that was a labor of love. And, and this part of your journey for the moms that are listening, it, you don't have to start a company or do something big. This can be, you know, going for a walk three days a week with your friend and then, you know, taking a pottery class and a or a painting class or learning how to do jujitsu, whatever it is, it's different for every single person, whatever that is that lights your fire. Um, and so, yes, to answer your, get back to your question about my husband and myself, we were able to put it back together. I actually moved out for a period of time and filed for divorce. So that's how, oh, because wow. he couldn't hear me. So it got, it was to the point where I was so committed to it and we were in therapy and nothing was working. Thankfully we ended up putting it back together and we're um celebrating 29 years this year being married and um, oh, for you. we basically sat down and said what do we want our life to look like and redesigned it and together which was great so it was our vision and we were both committed to it um so yes to answer your question we're doing love it that's yeah. awesome and I just ask about that my husband just retired and so <laughs> he's I here I saw that in your blog yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's been really fun. And I like that you said you kind of figured out your life together. Yeah. Because that's kind of what we're doing right now too, is like, oh, you're here and now we're all, we're both here and now we can do things. And yes. so, yeah, so it is kind of, it's nice when that works. It's beautiful actually when that works out. And I love that. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, and a nonprofit for kids. That's amazing too. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so many times, I don't know, I feel like, like teenage kids, sometimes they don't have enough to do or they don't have, or they have too much technical stuff to do, like screens and, and yeah. social media. So um, things where you can kind of help guide them towards that. I think that's wonderful. So. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And it was the tween age. So it was like seven to 12 years old because I okay. found they were the ones that were, you know, could articulate their vision and were still optimistic about making something happen. And um, yeah, it was really, that was really rewarding. Awesome. Wonderful. And so then eventually you decided to um, found this company, Magenta Consulting. And so tell us what you do there. Yeah. So the nonprofit turned 10. I, this is all in the same year. I was turning 50. My husband was turning 60 and our youngest was going off to college. And so I thought it feels like a really good place to put a bow on the nonprofit. And I had always wanted to share my story um, with what happened so that I could reach other women and, and empower them to be able to find their thing. Because I, I am extremely passionate about empowering women because I feel like we are an untapped resource and that we have so much potential to heal and to create and to make a huge impact on our communities, small or large, and that we are so hampered by the stories we tell ourselves that come from the stories that, you know, society tells us of what we can and can't do and all the BS that we've you know been told about what we should and shouldn't do mm -hmm. and we carry that with us and so that is my goal as I go forward with this is to empower those women to be able to say you know what I have something of worth I am worthy of living a life that I love and finding those things that I'm passionate about and having purpose in my life Yes, your kids are, you know, it's an incredibly difficult job and a very important job to raise your children, but you have a life as well. And so 
putting that emphasis, really working with them one-on-one um, -on -one to uh, understand, get to the point where they understand that, you know, self-care and putting yourself, making yourself a priority doesn't mean you push everybody else to the side and say, sorry, I'm busy. I can't help you with your problems. <laughs> All it means is that we treat ourselves with the same love, kindness, respect, time that we have everybody else in our lives, right? Our kids, yeah. our husbands, our families, our communities, and that you just include yourself in on that. And <laughs> it's shocking how many women are last on their list of priorities. And so my, my goal is to help them through a variety of exercises and work one-on-one -on -one and real-time kind of um, coaching and reflection to understand how much they have to offer and continue and then give them um, the toolbox so that they can move forward and do whatever it is they want to do. Whatever it is. Yes. It sounds so simple, <laughs> but we just don't do it. I, time and time again, I talk to women like that. Yeah. I was doing everything for everybody else. I'm like, yep, been there, done that. Um, yeah. So I love that there's someone like you that will help women realize that and empower themselves. And yeah. So you do one-to-one -one coaching, one to one, I have a six month program um, and it's called the Pathway to Purpose program. And it really depends on the client because everybody comes in at a different place and a different understanding and different luggage. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we really start with kind of laying the foundation of, you know, I'm a huge believer in routine as a structure to support yourself and be able to include those things that you love, whether it's a walk in the morning or journaling or meditating or just sitting with a cup of co coffee in silence, whatever it is that you love to do that replenishes you, you include that every single day. And in that you're putting a stake in the ground for yourself and starting to, you know, act as though you believe you are worthy of the time, which is sounds easier said than done, uh, is easier said than done. Um, and so, and then from that point, really just assessing where they are on their continuum of, you know, some people, some women know what they want to do. They just don't know how to get there. So I support them with that. Some women have no, who are like me, you know, when I was back there, had no idea what they want to do. So we kind of work through that process. Um, there's a series of exercises we use to get really clear on your values, um, because that's a really important indicator, your passion um, and your passion, your values and your gifts really kind of help determine your purpose. So we do some work around that. Um, and by the end of the six months, most women have um, a higher level of satisfaction with their day-to-day -day life, regardless of what that entails. Um, or they're on their way to starting their own thing or have a new understanding of how um, they can step into their future, empowered to create whatever it is they want to. And um, it's just, it's been, it's been a real honor and a privilege to work with women as they go through that journey. It's been really amazing. Wow. Did, that, did that answer your question? It did. Yes. Yes. That's, it's important to work and I love it. And I also wanted to touch too, before um, we move on a little bit is when you're trying to think of what gets you up in the morning and what you're passionate about, it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It, it could just be, you know, I love sit, like you said, drinking your coffee in the morning. Mm -hmm. I can't start my day unless I can just sit down and drink my coffee. Like yes. there's, there's no like coffee on the run. It's like, no, I have to have that. So if I have to get up a little early, that's what I do. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And you have made 
you know, put a stake in the ground for you because that's mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, this is what I'm doing. Leave me alone. Yep. Um, everybody else just go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's really what it takes. It's, it's, it's not hard. It's consistency, right? Yes. I don't know if you've read Atomic Habits, but that is a brilliant book. And he, uh-huh. and he talks about how it's just one small step at a time consistently. That's all it is. It doesn't, it can be, so oftentimes I'll start with women and it'll be like, okay, give yourself 30 minutes in the morning. What do you want to do? You know, do you want to read for 10 minutes and then meditate and then maybe go for a walk? Do you want to walk for three? Whatever it is, we start there. And then it's like, you just do that every day, you know, for the next 30 days. Maybe it's, you know, I take weekends off a lot of times on the meditation and stuff, mm-hmm. um, but creating something that works for them, that that lights them up. And then it's just staying with it consistently. And And the beauty of having a coach is having somebody, I still have a coach, um, mm-hmm. it's having somebody holding you accountable to your dreams so that you, you know, cause oftentimes you can say you're going to do something and then nobody's going to call you out if you don't do it. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to call you out. You're the accountability. <laughs> yes. I yeah, love that. Yes. Yeah. That's really important, um, for people, yeah. especially in the stage of life or any stage of life, really. So that's wonderful. So if someone, uh, any of my listeners out there would like to contact you and maybe work with you or find out if you would be a good match for them, where would they find you? So the best place probably is bridgetbelden.com. And I know you'll have this in the show notes. Um, I offer a 45 minute free uh, pathway to purpose breakthrough session where we'll sit down and talk one-on-one about the biggest challenge that's, that's getting in the way, you know, kind of talk a little bit about what they want their life to look like. And then I'll offer a little mini plan. Um, And then if, if, you know, somebody is interested in learning more about what the six month program works looks like, then I can share that with them as well at that time. But it's kind of a way to get a sense of who I am and, you know, maybe take away a little bit of information that can help you get started. Cause I think that's probably the hardest, hardest thing to do. Yeah. Right. So they yeah. can sign up for that on the website as well. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I think if you don't know what you don't know, you need somebody just to kind of introduce it to you. And yeah. sounds like you'd be a perfect one to do that. So wonderful. So Bridget, um, before we go, is there any one little tip or nugget you want to share with us? I would say based on, you know, assuming that the women out there listening might be in a place where they are trying to understand how to get started with figuring out who they are, with figuring out what's next, with understanding how they can make their life, even if they're still in the throes of raising their family, um, is to start by getting up early in the morning, if you need to, before the kids get up, like you said, and have your coffee, pick one thing that you can do. Um, And I would highly, highly, highly recommend, especially if you're just getting started, taking at least 10 minutes and just thinking about asking yourself open-ended questions. What am I passionate about? What lights me up? what do I get really excited about when I hear like, and and just start to pay attention to yourself and build that awareness of who you are. And you may sit there. I've had had women who have done my workshop say that was agonizing. I sat there for 10 minutes and I wrote (laughs) nothing down. Um, But if you stick with it again, consistency, it gets easier. And what happens is, is that that muscle is not used to being worked. You're not used to sitting there and thinking about what you want. And so nothing will happen unless you start with that. And as uncomfortable as it is, stick with it because eventually things will start to to percolate. You'll start to write things down. You'll start to see common threads 
Um, and then you can start, that starts to give you a roadmap of where to get curious. Well, gosh, you know, I'm, I've always loved going to the museum. I love looking at paintings. Well, you know, have I ever painted? Maybe I want to paint, you know, and then maybe you research one day, you spend the day, 10 minutes researching painting classes in your area. You know, the next day you sign up for one and that's how it starts. It's like very, don't overcomplicate it, mm-hmm. but get started. Get started. <laughs> that was yeah. a very, very, very long answer to that question. That's I okay. I love it. it. It just, it reminded me of like, I was challenged with that when I was kind of figuring out what to do with my business and what gets you up, what's passion, what's, what's your passion. And it, it took me a while to figure it out, but these things yes. kept popping into my brain and I'm like, Oh, I like to get up in front of people and talk. Yes. Okay. Well, we couldn't at that time because we were in the pandemic and like, okay, how about a podcast? Boom. Here I am. <laughs> That's a great example of it. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. just that it's that process of listening and being quiet and, um, and, and noticing, because that's another thing, we just really don't even notice what's happening in our brain. And after you start getting in the habit, you'll start when you're driving in the car, something will pop into your head like, oh, that would be cool. You know, write it down and don't edit anything. Use your memo, voice memos on your phone, um, jot it on a scratch paper and just keep track of all of that stuff because little by little that starts to form the picture. Yes. Wonderful. 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 So yes, listeners, check out Bridget Belden. Um, go to her website. I will put the link in the show notes and have a chat with her and see what you think and see how you can get started with her. Bridget, thank you so much. I feel like we could talk for another hour or so. But, um, <laughs> maybe we'll have to have you come back again. I would um, love that. Yeah, thank you awesome. for having me. I appreciate it. You are very welcome. Well, you have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. You too. You've been listening to Midlife with Courage, and I hope that you've been inspired and motivated to live your amazing life. I'm Kim Benoy, and I want you to live every moment. For more inspiration and motivation, check out my website, www.midlifewithcourage.com. You can read more about my story and find links to more great information. Take care of your beautiful self, and I'll talk to you soon.